sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hour number two of our uh, two-hour extravaganza on this Thursday morning. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking it right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time, as we always do, 844-843-6879. There you go. That's the number, 844-843-6879. Follow me on Twitter. Send a tweet. Get the vote in on the uh, poll for the day. Uh, opposite picks, O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, oppositepicks.com. Hit the contact, Scott Icon, and fire away. NBA, big slate of games, 11 in all yesterday. Favorites won seven of them, covered only five. NHL, you had three favorites win, two lose. Uh, the big boy, though, Pittsburgh did beat Buffalo in regulation and by more than a goal, 5-2, to two, which is a beautiful thing if you're uh, continue to go against the Buffalo Sabres, who have now lost 15 straight games. How about that? Uh, Toronto did snap its uh, nine-game losing streak, but uh, the Rockets were there to help us out as uh, they lost now for the 20th time in their last uh, 21 times in their last 22 games as uh, they get trashed uh, by uh, the Charlotte Hornets uh, by double digits, 122 to 97. Run down all the scores here. Uh, Indiana beat the Pistons, 116 to 111. Bucks over the Celtics, 121-119. Celtics miss a jumper at the buzzer uh, that would have won it a three. Raptors somehow do win, beat Denver, 135-111. Strangest game on the board. Raptors had lost nine in a row. Nuggets had won nine of 11. Everything to me pointed to Denver. They were only a one-point favorite. They were suckering you in for sure. And lo and behold, not only do the Raptors win, but they win easily by uh, 24 points. Orlando surprised Phoenix 112 to 111 as uh, the Suns suffered just their 14th loss on the season. Uh, Cavaliers win in Chicago 103-94. You know, it's games like this if you're a Bulls fan that, you know, you just scratch your head and say, wow. We're not making the playoffs. You know, they may be a game or two out, literally, from one of the final playoff spots in the Eastern Conference. But if you can't beat Cleveland at home, um, that's just, you know, and this is why, you know, nothing for exactly me, and I'm not going to put it all on his shoulders. But, you know, if you want to be the star of, of your team, if you want to get, you know, $30, 35000000 million, as no doubt he will the next time he's a free agent, which I think is next year, you got to find a way to win. You got to will your team to a victory here. You just have to. Instead, he gets 22 points. Not horrible. Three rebounds, four assists. That's not his game. I get that. Points are. But, you know, eight of 20, again, not brutal. Four of nine, not brutal by any stretch from three. But 22 points, minus 12, plus minus rating. You got to step up. You just you got to find a way to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. You just have to at home if you want to be taken semi-seriously. Uh, Hornets, as I mentioned, beat the Rockets 122-97. Rozier with 25. Wall with only 20. So the Rockets back to being the Rockets after winning the other day, snapping their 20-game losing streak right back to the well. And then not only back to the well, but back to the well in a deep way. 122-97. 25 points. 
at home, no less, to the Charlotte Bobcat Hornets. Wow. Uh, Dallas, <clears throat> excuse me, Dallas blew out Minnesota, 128-108. to That was a weird little line. Anthony Edwards, 29 points, um, if you're a Minnesota fan. Porzingis, 29 for the Mavs. That was a, that, that was a weird line. Uh, Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time as we just run down the NBA scores. As, uh, you know, Dallas was an eight, eight-and-a-half-point road favorite. Now, I get it, Minnesota stinks, but, you know, Minnesota's been playing a little bit better since the All-Star break. We pointed that out. They got a couple of halfway decent wins. Dallas, you know, on this road trip has been getting a lot of love with the boys in Vegas for some reason. And, uh, you know, that line to me stunk. I wasn't about to lay eight with Dallas on the road. No way, no how. They're basically a 500 team. Uh, but they, they win by 20, going away 128 to uh, to 108. Uh, and the game goes over. Uh, Grizz and Thunder, Memphis wins at OKC, 116 to 107. Go figure. OKC, 8 and 13 at home. Five games under at home and one game under 500 on the road. Been weird. Been, been a weird year for a couple teams like that. Uh, and if you're OKC, same thing. You know, you want to be taken seriously. You want to make a playoff run. You're not that far out of it. Boy, you got to beat Memphis at home. You, you just have to beat Memphis at home. Clippers blow out the Spurs, 134-101. Clips a nice uh, six, six and a half point road favorite. Uh, they win. Game goes over. So a nice little combination there of favorite and the over hits. Quiet with 25 as uh, they uh, win by 33. Jazz uh, win by only 30 against the Nets, 118-88. No, um, no anybody for the Brooklyn Nets for, for that matter. I mean, this was an absolute layup. Donovan Mitchell, 27 points, but no Kyrie, no KD, obviously. Uh, Harden sat out with, with a head injury. Uh, no Blake Griffin. God forbid he should play back-to-back games. Can't do that. So the, the, basically the entire starting five or four anyway, um, or four best players if Griffin comes off the bench, weren't there for the Nets. And they were an 11.5-point uh, underdog, and they were done in the first quarter. 21, they were down 38-17, never had a shot. Never you know, had a shot. And then the Kings knock off the Atlanta Hawks, 110-108. Bad loss for the Hawks. You know, after winning eight in a row, all right, you blow a game against the Clippers the other night. You blow a 22-point lead. you got to find a way to win that game against a mediocre Sacramento team. If, again, you want to be taken seriously. And these teams prove time and time again that you just can't take them seriously. All right, hour number two underway. Scott Wetzel, Ops Picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I just want everybody to know, you know, the fight is on with me and Holyfield. And Holyfield's a humble man, I know that. And he's a man of God, but I'm God's man. And I'm, listen... I'm going to be successful May 29th. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. I cannot believe that Tyson and Holyfield are actually going to get in the ring. Uh, You know, when I read this story <clears throat> the other day, they were not getting in the ring. Now they are getting in the ring. Uh, the latest is that they're not getting in the ring. It goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. 
I, I think uh, as of yesterday, I'm not sure how old that cut is, uh, but as of uh, yesterday, the fight is officially off. Tyson says fight with Holyfield is, is off. These two guys, listen, supposedly the Holyfield camp was willing to offer Tyson 25 million bucks. Now, I don't know how, you know, they're going to generate $25 million and then still have enough money for, for Holyfield, but nobody is paying to watch these two clowns fight. I, I mean, come on. If you took out that last fight uh, that Tyson had, that, that was an absolute joke. Uh, his strength is gone. There was no stamina there. They were huffing and puffing. Both guys were, were gassed out after the first round. I mean, it, it was a farce. It really was. Nobody. I You know, listen, I love boxing as much as the next guy. I do. And, and you know, that was not boxing's heyday, but, you know, Tyson and, and Holyfield, <clears throat> you know, and a few of the guys there carried the sport there for a little while. But, no one's paying to go see 50, nearly 60-year-old men get in the ring. No way. Not to generate that kind of money. No way. You, you talk about, um, you know, really having to sell that fight. These guys haven't fought in nearly 25 years. 1997. 1997. Holyfield's last fight, even after that, was 2011. Uh, it's been 10 years since he beat some stiff Brian Nielsen. I, I mean, he hasn't been in the ring in 10 years. Uh, Tyson's coming off of that exhibition match that was a farce. They're, they're not generating. You know, in order to give Tyson $25 million, they, they would have to generate double that, right, in order for uh, Holyfield to get his share. Maybe he doesn't want $25 million. Maybe he said, you know, I'll do a pretendo. But still, to be able to cash out, uh, at $35 million. you, you got to generate. With all the hands that are involved in pay-per-view events and everything, and handlers and this and that and fees, and uh, it, no, it, it, no way. Um, they could sit there and say all they want that they can't agree to in a deal, but what that really tells me is that one side is saying, you're not coming up with $25 million. You, know, you want to put $25 million on the table right now? Where do I sign? I, I, that's what I think is it really coming down to. Um you know, there's no way, or, or Tyson just doesn't want to get back in the ring. So supposedly, Holyfield's camp says Tyson turned down even a $25 million guarantee. That it, clearly he doesn't want to get back in the ring. He, he just wants to be said, you know, he just wants publicity, like, like a lot of athletes do. You know, they, they miss the limelight. They don't miss getting their brains beat in. <clears throat> you know, I understand that fully. Um, but that doesn't mean they really want to get back in the ring and, and risk their lives. I mean, although for $25 million bucks, you know, you, you take a fall and you walk away with $25 million, That's not the craziest thing in the world. But they're trying to, you know, they, they were looking at May 29th. But it's, it's if they generated, uh, you know, a half that, I'd be shocked. If, if they generated, you know, $10 million, I'd, I'd be surprised. How much are you going to charge for that? 50 bucks, 30 bucks. I mean, you know, the two old geese. Not, not happening. I, listen, I wish they would. I wish this was 20 years ago. Um, you know, I wish we had boxing like we did back then. You know, I wish these two guys were back in their primes and they could carry the sport. But um, it, it's it's not happening. Uh, not, not for that kind of money. I, I don't even know if people would... You know, um, 
you know, pay for, to see these guys do an exhibition match. If it was for free, I don't, I don't think people would watch. That's how bad that first exhibition match was with, with Tyson. And it, was, it was a farce. I mean, it was a goof. The, the, the boxers were hugging each other afterwards, and it, it wasn't serious. So boxing's in, as we say all the time, you know, boxing's in trouble. The fact that Mike Tyson, you know, a, a darn near 60-year-old Mike Tyson, uh, and a darn near 60-year-old Vander Holyfield is generating the publicity that they're generating because the, the heavyweight field is so bad. Uh, that, that's really all you need to know about uh, about boxing. All right, let's take a look at our uh, our NBA trends. Not too many trend plays uh, today. Uh, we'll start with yesterday. Yesterday we went two and four. Again, this is all logic. I, I wouldn't have done a couple of these, but you know the, the trends don't have any you know, conscience. It is what it is. Um, over Milwaukee, Boston, that was the winner. Uh, Denver laying a point and a half against Toronto, that was a loser. I, I, you know, we, we talked about it. Toronto losing nine in a row. Uh, who figures? Uh, Phoenix, uh, one of the best uh, NBA teams uh, against the spread, 29 and 13. Didn't get the job done yesterday. Lost outright at Orlando as a seven and a half point favorite. So we're one and two so far. Uh, Charlotte laying three and a half against Houston with that Rockets, uh, you know, ugly number, which is now one and twenty-one straight up. That was a winner. Uh, over Brooklyn, Utah, that was a loser. That's the one I wouldn't have, you know, once you realize that the the Nets had that many guys out, um, you know, no Kyrie, no KD, no Blake Griffin, no James Harden, and no, that game was not going to go over. So, uh, but that was a loser. Trend-wise, it is what it is. And then over uh, 236.5 Atlanta-Sacramento, I'm a little surprised at that because the Kings had some uh, monster over numbers, especially at home. Uh, that didn't even come close to going over 110 to 108, 118, or 218 points. So overall yesterday, uh, two wins and four losses. Our trend plays for today, only two. We got a, a light schedule. What is it, five games today in the NBA? Um, let me see. I think it was five. Right, uh, Thursday the 25th, uh, we got Portland, Miami, Washington, Knicks. Yeah, five games. So it's not going to be that many. Uh, we got two. Uh, under 226.5, Washington and the Knicks. Uh, Knicks are 26-16-2 under this year. They did just play on Tuesday. The game did go over, which makes me think that the under is going to hit uh, this time around. And then uh, over 223, Golden State, Sacramento. Again, Kings did go under last night, but uh, they are still 27 and 17 over this year, including uh, 15 and 7 at home over. So I, I I like that play actually a lot. I think uh, you know they'll rebound and put some points on the board. And Golden State's not playing any defense. So those are the only two trend plays in the uh, NBA, NHL. What do we got here? Yesterday, two plays. Minnesota, easy winner over, well, I shouldn't say that, 3-2. Winner over Anaheim, laying 260, but you got the job done. And then uh, Pittsburgh, minus the 280 or so against Buffalo, they win 5-2. That was your easy winner. Rust, by the way, three shots on goal, so he gets a push with FanDuel. Hopefully, at your site, he was 2.5 as he's been over the last couple of months, but FanDuel did have it at three yesterday when we were last checked. We got six games on the ice tonight, trend plays. Pretty good. Nice slate. Uh, over six Rangers, Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers 22-9 and nine over this year, including 11-2 and two their last 13, including 12-3 and three over at home. They are a over machine. Uh, under five Islanders Bruins. Now, 
Five's a tough number to go under on, definitely. But I'll tell you what, you know what the Islanders are this year? 15-2 and two under on the road. And they're, they're weird. Uh, you talk about weird. They're 11-4-1 over at home, but 15-2 and two under on the road. So, and worst, if you get a push out of that, then uh, then you get a push. But uh, Bruins playing for the first time uh, after being bit off a little bit with COVID issues. So, under even five, you got to do it, uh, Bruins and Islanders. You got to go right back on Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. Right? We, we know that. You got to keep on playing it. So, we got a few others to get to. We'll take a break, come back, and we'll finish up with the NHL trend plays. Right here, Opposite Fix, Series 6, Central 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If they are, they are not professionals. If they, uh, you know, I think at first you represent yourself. Uh, and then you represent the team and then you know i think the first you represent yourself you're not uh, if you want to get traded you don't play for yourself or the nuggets in this case you play for for uh, all 29 other teams you know so it's uh, it's something that um, can cannot happen I, I don't see that i mean That's the Joker talking about the trade deadline, which again is uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. I don't think Denver's going to make any crazy trades. Uh, but, you know, you never know. There might be a couple of guys on the bench there. It, it's got to be a kind of an uneasy feeling if you're an athlete, right? <clears throat> Not knowing where, you know, where you're going to be tomorrow. You can be anywhere. I mean, you, you could go from, you know, in the case of Denver, you could go from a team that, uh, albeit it's not a first-place team, but a team that, you know, realistically had some hopes this year of uh, getting to the NBA Finals, reaching the Western Conference Finals last year. You're playing much better. You won 7 of ele- uh, seven of 10, uh, albeit losing last night um, to Toronto. But still eight games over 500, tied for the fourth uh, best record, tied the, with the third best record loss-wise. Uh, check that uh, uh, fourth best record. Um, you know, so you're right there, you know, playing good basketball and everything else. And then, you know, a blink of an eye, you can be traded to the Houston Rockets to, you know, for Victor Oladipo. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, they really could just go from, uh, uh, you know, sitting in the, the catbird seat there to playing for the Minnesota Teacups or the Houston Rockets or, or the Detroit Pistons, good gravy, right? Or, or maybe Orlando with that, with Aaron Gordon, uh, you know, being traded as, as a deal, uh, pertaining to that. So it's got to be tough. You know, you know, you don't appreciate that. You know, you realize that these are human beings and they do have lives and everything else going on and just have to pick up and move. That's why these guys get these no trade clauses. Um, you know, it's not easy to get in the NBA, but, uh, you know, a lot of these guys do have it. So we'll find out. Like I said, uh, I think more than likely we're going to get a lot of non-trades and guys getting bought out of their contracts, whether it's, um, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge or Andre Drummond, um, maybe even Kyle Lowry. Maybe maybe they would throw Lowry a bone. I mean, I kind of doubt it. 
Uh, there's been some buzz about him maybe going to Miami. The Lakers are supposedly involved as well. You know, I mean, they, listen, these so-called insiders, they throw names out there. They, they can be going anywhere. Who knows, right? I, I mean, um, do you, do you want to get a second-round pick uh, for a guy, or do you appreciate the guy's um, ability and, and uh, wherewithal with your club and everything? You just say, you know what, second-round pick's worthless, Kyle. Go wherever you want to go. We'll, we'll buy you out. No big, no big deal. Uh, LaMarcus, you know what, you've been a good soldier here. Haven't really won with us, but you've been a good soldier, so... Instead of getting a second-round pick, which is worthless, you know, we'll, we'll just buy you out and you can go wherever you want. So, <coughs> excuse me, I think a lot of that will happen today versus actual trades. But you never know. Uh, you never know. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll definitely uh, keep an eye on that. Poll question is out, um, and that is, uh, who's the best NFL available free agent? We got uh, T.Y. Hilton signing with the Colts yesterday. Interesting in that... Um, he actually supposedly took less money to sign with the Colts. We, we've seen this happen a couple times this year. And I guess the feeling was that he was going to get a three-year deal from the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens did this with somebody else. I forget who. Uh, the, main, the, the brain is fried here with this, uh, with this cold. Uh, but they, they offered someone else like a three-year deal. And somebody else, I forget who said no. I think it was a wide receiver, actually. And the thinking is that, and I'm a little surprised about this, but okay, the thinking is this year's a down year with uh, the, the lack of the salary cap. It, it you know, took a big hit because of no fans in the stands. So these guys, rather than commit to a two- or three-year contract with less money, they're signing for one year, produce this year, and then you know hit the free agent market again next year when the cap is back to where it should be. So supposedly... The Ravens offered him a three-year deal, and he took the one-year deal, $8 million, make up to $10 million to uh, return to the Indianapolis Colts. So with Hilton signing with the Colts, best available free agent is. Uh, you got Antonio Brown if you want to go that route. You got uh, Leonard Fournette. You got the JV on Clowney, and you got the proverbial other. So uh, early on, we posted that the late last hour, so uh, you got the 36% for Antonio, 36% for Fournette, 24% for Clowney, and uh, 4% uh, throwing other out there. So uh, feel free to uh, continue to get your vote in, and we'll update that a couple times, uh, or at least one more time anyway, before we are through. But, uh, yeah, T.Y. goes back to the Colts. That's, you know, listen, they're going to be a pretty good team. Um, Smith-Schuster signed the other day. Uh, if I had my druthers, I'd, I'd probably I, I wouldn't give uh, Clowney a penny. I supposedly he ended up uh, going to the Cleveland Browns or or at least visited the Cleveland Browns. So, but they were interested in him last year as well, uh, and they ended up not signing him. He's got this thing that he he thinks he's like great, and I just uh, we've been down that road before. We we've seen him. Um, he's not great. He, he really isn't. Building a wave of Pittsburgh offensive tackle, you know, you would think would be getting some interest. He's another one that that's uh, out there. Speaking of uh, signing free agents, real quickly, Astros signed pitcher Lance McCullers. Five years, 85 million bucks. Wow. Now, he's only 27. I was surprised about that. Seems like he's been around forever, right? I, I'm really surprised he's not 30. I really am. But he's 27, coming off Tommy John surgery in 2019. Went three and three last year with an ERA just under four, three point nine three. 
three and three ERA of four, and he gets an eighty-five million dollar extension, five years. Wow, that's over fifteen million dollars a year. Not quite twenty, uh, right around sixteen and change. I mean, that's for a guy who went three and three with an ERA of four, and he's getting sixteen plus million dollars a year. Wow, almost seventeen million. Whew. I gotta tell you, and he's not even a lefty, uh, which is really you know kind of the, the weird thing about it all. I mean, man, oh man, uh, how nice is that? Uh, that that is really good. All right, our pyramid uh, winners yesterday, and uh, our plays for today. Yesterday, uh, this is where we pick uh, for the newbies out there. We pick one game each sport, best best, uh, you know, uh, game on the board. Yesterday, we went with Denver laying the one. I knew that was a soccer bet. I, I did, but you got to do it. Uh, against Toronto, that was a loser. We didn't play a prop in the NBA. Uh, NHL, we went with Pittsburgh in regulation against Buffalo. That was a winner. Uh, we went with uh, prop over three shots on goal rust. And we'll use uh, you know, FanDuel's lines, uh, so we'll take a push on that. And then uh, playing only one. We had uh, Pittsburgh in regulation uh, laying the two to one against Buffalo. I mean, if you're only, only, only going to play one, that would have been the one to play. So that was the winner, obviously. So overall, our NBA play of the day now is six and six. Our NBA prop play of the day <coughs> is uh, six and five. Our NHL play of the day is eleven and six. However, we're only up uh, two eighty five, which isn't bad. But that one Colorado laying two to one, I'll never do that again. Uh, that that uh, wiped out a good portion of our earnings there. But 11 and 6 plus 285, not bad. NHL props 6, 6, and 2. So we're dead even on that. Um, college basketball, we didn't have anything yesterday. Didn't play the CBI or CIT or anything along those lines. Uh, and then playing only one with the winner, we moved to 11 and 6 for plus 245, based all on a, on a $100 uh, play just to make it nice and easy. So not too, too bad. Today, um, there's a couple there, you know, not a big slate in the NBA, but, um, I like Philadelphia laying four and a half against the Lakers and that, that Laker team, uh, boy, without LeBron, without AD, they've lost three straight games. Um, you know, Philadelphia is not great on the road, but it, it's still a big deal for the opposition to play the Lakers, even without LeBron. And unlike with the Brooklyn Nets, I think the 76ers do care about being the number one seed in the East. I, I think they're trying to put as many ducks uh, in, in line as possible to go against the Nets come postseason-wise. So I don't think they're going to poo-poo this game. Um, and anytime, you know, until the Lakers show that they can even perform a little bit without LeBron, uh, then you got to keep going against them. NHL, Right back on uh, Pittsburgh, regulation against Buffalo, minus 195 on FanDuel. Got to do it. Absolutely. Prop, I'll go uh, over three. Brian Rust, same thing. Uh, same team. 40 shots on goal yesterday. You know, I, I don't think Crosby's going to go for seven again. I don't think that Rodriguez dude is going to go for eight. Um, tough to beat a team twice. So you think maybe Buffalo will keep this a little bit more competitive than they did yesterday. So that means more ice time for Rust and more actually trying to score. So we'll, we'll take over three there. And then if you are going to play just, 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 just one, got to go right back on Pittsburgh. You know, 
15 straight losses for the Sabres. Uh, you'd be crazy. I, I don't care what number they post. As long as you can lay the goal and a half or uh, drop it down to under two in regulation as you can. Yep. Uh, give it a Penguins. Uh, that, that Buffalo Sabres team is the absolute worst. Uh, just the worst. And again, they had a goalie yesterday that was making his first start in five years. I mean, that, that's really, I, I don't know who they're going to put in goal uh, later on tonight, but first goal, first start in five years. Wow. They are setting records for futility. Well, we've seen some crazy, whether it's the Rockets in the NBA, you know, whether it's college basketball with Kentucky and Duke struggling. We've seen some weird things in 2021 this sports year for sure. All right, opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out the pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas and Fandle, and we prove it every single night. Here we go. We got the, a five-pack of winners for you tonight. Light slate in the NBA and NHL. No college basketball of note. Uh, we'll start in the NBA. Philadelphia laying four and a half against the L.A. Lakers. Have you seen the Lakers play without LeBron and A.D.? 0-3 if you count the game LeBron left early with his ankle injury. All three by double digits. They stay. Topeka High could beat this team right now. And trade rumors <clears throat> have them all over the place with a number of guys that might not even be on the team uh, by the time they actually tip off with this game later on tonight. And say what you want about the Lakers. <clears throat> this is still a Super Bowl for the 76ers. That's right. You know, they still get up. No LeBron, no AD. I get that. But it's L.A., it's the hoopla, it's Magic Johnson, it's uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, these young guys still get up for the Lakers. They do, even without those guys. And no doubt those guys will be on the bench. So I love Philadelphia. And until the Lakers show that they can play without LeBron and AD, you got to go against them every single time. One of the best teams in the East, laying only four and a half against the Lakers right now. Love Philadelphia. Give it the Lakers plus four and a half. Pick number two, Washington, plus two and a half against the Knicks. You know, I'm going to play a hunch here. The Wizards stink. We all know that. Knicks are at least a 500 club. We know that. They beat them the other night, though, Scott. I understand that. But I don't think the Knicks are that good that they could beat Beal and Westbrook in back-to-back games, especially since they won Tuesday by double digits. They blew them out. You know, I would think that those two guys have a little too much character to allow that not to affect them. I think they come out flying tonight. Games at Madison Square Garden. You get a couple thousand fans there, but I don't know. I'm just not putting New York in that category of beating the same team twice back-to-back nights, basically. I love Washington. There's a reason why this line is only two and a half. I think Washington wins this game outright. Love the Wiz getting two and a half. Give me the Knicks, minus two and a half. 
NHL, Philadelphia Flyers pick them against the Rangers. Pick them? Really? Philadelphia at home? Rangers pick them on the road? They're a 500 road team. Philadelphia needs this win. Rangers are only four and five their last nine games, albeit with two straight wins, but still, Flyers have lost three in a row. I understand, but they got two games against the Rangers coming up, and then two more after that against Buffalo. I mean, that's four games where they got a chance to turn things around for their season, because right now they're on the outside looking in, come playoff picture-wise, two points behind the Bruins uh, in the East Division. They, they cannot poo-poo these, these next four games. I think they turn it on. I think they win tonight. I love Philadelphia. Pick them at home against the Rangers. Give me the Rangers. Pick them. Pick number four, Minnesota, laying uh, buck 30 against St. Louis. Greatest sports axiom of all time is in play. Winners bet with streaks. Losers bet against streaks. Wild have won 10 straight home games, folks. 10 including last night against Anaheim. Now, who in their right mind is going against a team that has won 10 straight home games? Not me. Love Minnesota. <clears throat> Give me St. Louis plus the 110. Final pick number five, Vegas plus 135. Uh, check that. I got two more picks. Vegas plus 135 versus Colorado. Wow, those are some monster numbers uh, on one of the best teams in the NHL, oh, by the way, and one of the best teams that's the hottest team in the NHL. Vegas getting plus 135. They're 12-3 their last 15 games. They're on fire. Uh, they split their previous four meetings with Colorado earlier this year. Avalanche playing some good hockey themselves. They did have their seven-game win streak snap the other night against Arizona. But you got two really good teams and you're getting monster odds. You might as well take the odds plus 135 on Vegas, right? I mean, well, why buck 55 on Colorado? That's nuts. Give me Colorado minus the 155. And pick number six. You know where we're going. Pittsburgh laying 2-1 to one in regulation versus Buffalo. Sabres goalie Dustin Tokarski made his first NHL start in more than five years last night with Carter Hutton out due to a lower back injury. I don't know if that's going to happen again tonight. It doesn't matter. It's not like Carter Hutton is, uh, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread here. Uh, it, it, Dustin Tokarski? Who the fudge is that? First start in five years. Pittsburgh won last night 5-2. to two. They peppered this dude with 42 shots on goal. I don't think anything's going to be any different tonight. Games in Pittsburgh. Penguins need these wins. Uh, they headed into this little two-game series against the Sabres, struggling a little bit. They got to take these games seriously. Uh, boy, I just love Pittsburgh laying the, the two to one to win the regulation. And you, you'd have to be the biggest moat moron, mutton meathead, mush, bird brain, basket case, blowhard, dunce, thin with dork, dope, fool, jackass in the world to put American money on Buffalo right now. Uh, give me Buffalo to win plus two seventy. Our opposite picks for this uh, Thursday, March 25th. Lakers plus four and a half. Knicks minus two and a half. New York Rangers pick them. St. Louis Blues plus 110. Colorado minus 155. And uh, well, it pains me to say it, but give me the Buffalo Sabres plus 270 to beat Pittsburgh. Opposite picks for a uh, Thursday, March 25th. Uh, there you go. We'll post them on the website, as we always do. Uh, yesterday's opposite picks. 
let's see how we did. Uh, Toronto, winner. Put that down. Uh, Houston Rockets, loser. Uh, Orlando Magic, winner. Two and one. Sacramento, winner. Three and one. Buffalo, loser. Three and two. Not bad. Uh, we'll take the three and two. Uh, although, again, it depends on which side you play. Some some play this way, some play the opposite, some play the real picks, whatever the case may be. So, three and two. Let us post that up there on our little scorecard. And we are now, according to my numbers, 158 up and 143 down. So, we are, uh, what, 15 games over 500. We, we were 30, I must say. Uh, we've actually done a halfway decent job picking some of these games. And then uh, we had a stretch. We had a day yesterday. We went 0-7. Or not yesterday, last week. We went 0-7. Never. Do, I don't think I've ever done that. I've gone 7-0 and with the opposite picks, although not often. But I don't think I've ever gone 0-7. But there was a day on, um, I think it was Friday, we hit every single college basketball play. Nice 7-0. Cha-ching, cha-ching. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. But, again, we'll post those on the website in oppositepicks.com. Check it out, and uh, we'll go from there. As far as our uh, pyramid, again, uh, let's see if uh, they posted the shots on goal for uh, player props for Pittsburgh. We got goals. They're a little late on this sometimes. Points, assists, power play points. Nope, not yet. Uh, we'll check that one more time before we're through and see if they have the uh, Brian Rush the shots on goal for Pittsburgh and Buffalo. I, I do think that line is going to go up some. Um, you know, because it was minus 2-1 to one yesterday. FanDuel's got it at minus 195. Eh, not, that, not that big a deal, but still, uh, you know, every penny counts when you're laying the 2-1. to one. NBA, only got five games on the slate today. You got Miami laying four against Portland. I'm not sure what's going on with that Heat team. I, I don't know if it's trade rumors, but they were on fire. They, they had won 11 of 12. Uh, they had won some decent games on the road, too. That, that wasn't just, uh, you know, cupcake games, you know, against the Eastern Conference at home. And then they got into a, a little home-at-home, home, and really both games were home, against uh, Indiana, and they lost both. And they have not really kind of turned things around since. They have lost four in a row. Memphis to the Pacers and uh, to the Suns last time out, and now they finish up their four-game homestand against Portland tonight. And then they start a three-game road trip tomorrow. Charlotte, New York, and, and uh, Indiana again. So, well, you would think they would come out with a monster effort tonight. Who wants to go 0-4 on a homestand, right? Especially when you're battling for playoff seedings and, and everything else, and a spot, for that matter, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, nothing is, is secure there. So that that's, uh, you know, laying four against Portland. Interesting. Knicks, uh, FanDuel now has it up to three. It was two and a half. So I, I put a two and a half in, in the uh, opposite picks, but it's actually three now. I do like Washington on that one. I'm not ready to anoint uh, the Knicks uh, in a spot like that. Clippers face the Spurs back-to-back. -back. They blew them out last night. I have more confidence in the Clippers being able to beat the Spurs in back-to-back -back games than I do the Knicks being able to beat the Wizards in back-to-back -back games. And at least the, the Wizards had the day off, whereas last night it's actually right, right after it uh, with Clippers and Spurs. Um, and, you know, the other thing is, don't forget, you got the trade deadline, and you know if you want to play a hunch, I suppose you could, because whatever trades are made, the new guys are not going to be available to their new teams 
but the guys that those teams are trading aren't obviously available either. So, you know, if you are the Spurs, not that Aldridge has been playing, but DeRozan has. If they trade DeRozan, well, you know what, the guy that they trade him for may be a pretty good player, but you're not going to have that guy in uniform, and you won't have DeRozan in uniform. You know, same thing with all these others, with Miami. You know, if if they actually, you know, fold their cards and trade Tyler Hero, uh, they won't have him. Or Duncan Robinson, you know, you're not going to have Kyle Lowry if it ends up being that trade. So, just know going in, you know, this is probably a good day not to play. I hate to say that because that's not what we do here. But it's, you know, at least let the trade deadline go by, see who's still there, see who's not there. And you'd be silly really to be making a play on a team that traded away a couple of guys because of what I just said. Those guys are gone and the new guys are not there. The 76er line is up to five. Wow. That was four and a half last night when I put the the ops picks together. I, I I wouldn't be surprised to see that line go to like six or even seven. That Lakers team is bad, um, you know. And without LeBron, and the, you know he can be a big cheerleader if he wants to, but you know they have not shown anything these three games without LeBron. Um, you know they lose by I think I said triple uh, double digits. They also lost by five to the Hawks uh, the game he left. But uh, the two games that he didn't play at all, uh, they lost by 17 to Phoenix, and they lost by 17 to the New Orleans Pelicans. And now all you're doing is laying five. The only good thing for for the Lakers is that this is kind of a telling little stretch here because they got Philadelphia, Cleveland, Orlando, and then Milwaukee. You know, you got to think that they're saying to themselves, if we could just go two and two, beat Cleveland and Orlando – uh, we'll, we'll be all right. But that would mean losing tonight to Philadelphia, which I think they will do. I, I think, uh, you know what, that is what I would not wait for because I think that line is going to go up to at least six, if not seven, to tell you the truth. I right, we'll close out opposite picks for this uh, Thursday morning, Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio. Here's Julius Scott Wetzel. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's check out our poll question one more time as I uh, hit the uh, refresh, retweet button. Uh, T.Y. Hilton signs with the Colts, as I pointed out. And uh, you had Juju Smith-Schuster signing, uh, re-signing with Pittsburgh yesterday. So best available free agent <clears throat> is uh, you got the – there's actually a few, but I, I, I chose the more notable names. Uh, I, I don't know if guys are going to be breaking down, uh, you know, offensive linemen or defensive linemen or, or that sort of thing. So a um, little bit of a surprise. Antonio Brown leading the way at 38%. Leonard Fournette, 32%. Uh, Javion Clowney getting 23.5%. And the proverbial other getting uh, 6% of the votes. I did see where I you know, someone said that I tweet there. I guess they put the wrong Scott uh, with, with the, they do have a habit of doing that for some reason or another. I'm not sure where 
that was from, but uh, they put Pharrell on the bench next to our opposite picks little thing. Here. No big deal. Uh, you guys know who I am and who Scotty is. So uh, you got all your plays uh, for uh, later on today. You got the trade deadline. Hopefully tomorrow, <coughs> excuse me, we have a number of things to talk about. I kind of doubt it, but you never know. I mean, listen, it's been a wacky year. So you definitely have some guys. Uh, I, I think clearly Victor Oladipo will be on the move. Uh, clearly Kyle Lowry will be on the move. Clearly Drummond and then LaMarcus Aldridge, if not on the move trade-wise, then you know they'll buy them out after the trade deadline passes. I, I don't know if anyone's going to give up anything. It'll be interesting to see what the Spurs do with DeMar DeRozan because you know start, the Spurs are in a, a playoff spot right now. I tell you, you know, we're going to get into this tomorrow with FanDuel. You know, they, they have uh, those bets that we talked about on whether a team will make the playoffs or not. They got Golden State, uh, no, at minus 134. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I, I, I think that's a pretty good bet to put the no in for, for Golden State. But anyway, we'll d- uh, discuss all that. We'll break down all the NCAA games with all our great trends tomorrow. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on some picks.